Greetings and Yawishkanakagwego. I hope this finds you and yours well. You're listening to Gaino. If you're tuning in for the first time today, well, let me tell you all about it. Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some fantastic tunes from incredible indigenous artists all across Turtle Island. So for this next hour, pull up a chair and enjoy the music in the chat. Wambli Chea Oglala Lakota is a multi-award-winning artist who records as Juke. They have not one but two mixtapes nominated at this year's Native American Music Awards. That's for Nia and Yamni. Juke, who openly lives a bisexual, polyamorous lifestyle, strongly feels that discussions about decolonization shouldn't be afraid to include the topics of love and sexuality. So, in celebration of Valentine's Day, we're going to do just that. And kicking things off right now is the title track of Nia. Turn it up and sing along. You're listening to Gyno. Oh yeah, it's been on my mind. All these songs about you all the time. Though I'm beat. But shoot in every little thing you do for me. And it's easy. We do it so easy. Chilling at a tea breeze. This love is never greedy. Oh, we could save our people, culture, language Oh, now it's cool Hey, Nia, you my Wea Hey, Nia, you know I Nia Hey, of all the things I've been on You the one that I want When everybody else feels just plain You got me like, hey, I wait Exists, guess I'm switching out the tendencies for you, but it's on. Hey, Nia, you my Wea. Hey, Nia, you know I Nia. Hey, of all the things I've been on, you the one that I want. When everybody else feels just plain, you got me like, hey, I wait, I wait. Ishnala OTP on ya deki 
Nia is the name of the track that's kicking off our listening for today's edition of Gyno. If you're just now tuning in, it's your host, Brett, maybe, here on the Allegheny Territory of the Seneca Nation, checking in with you. I have the great good fortune of being joined on the line with Wombly Chea, professionally recording as Juke. Welcome to Gyno. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's uh, definitely I'm having a lot of different things kind of come together. So uh, within these last couple of a couple of weeks, it's been completely insane. So I'm just uh, just excited to be on. <laughs> it's so exciting to see somebody with this kind of energy. That's just go go go. Needless to say, uh, you have a lot to be really excited about. Uh, not only was Nia that mixtape that sound collage. Uh, nominated for a Native American Music Award, but another mixtape that we're going to be listening to before our time is up today, Yomni, was also nominated at the Native American Music Award. Specifically, Juke is nominated for the Best Male Vocalist category and the Best R&B Recording at the 2022 Native American Music Awards. So congratulations on that. It's got to feel great, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's just it's one of those things where you put so much into your music and and for me it's like to put so much into this sort of story that encap you know encapsulates my life you know i i just feel like it's always nice to be able to have that kind of recognition and that sort of outward validation that says hey like you're good <laughs> like you you know you you have something there and it's something worth acknowledging and and it would just be a dream if it ends up being a win but I'm just happy to obviously be nominated. It's, it's incredible. I think no matter how the awards themselves turn out, you have so much going on that you really have a lot to be excited about. And we have a lot to talk about today. So once again, congratulations on your nominations. Uh, listeners, stay tuned. We'll be talking more about the NAMIs here in the coming months as well. But uh, before going any further and talking about your incredible work today, uh, I was wondering if you could tell listeners out there a little bit about yourself. Alrighty. Well, as he stated, I am... Wambly Chea, which in my Lakota language means crying eagle. And as a singer-songwriter, I go by Juke. I am an Ogallala Lakota singer-songwriter based on the Pine Ridge Reservation in South Dakota. I do music in under a style that I build as a Lakota pop. I incorporate sort of contemporary pop, spoken word, a variety of other genres, along with my Lakota language and culture to sort of tell a story that is based on my own journey of reconnecting to my culture and language, of learning to accept that I was bi and polyamorous, to just a variety of other things. And the story was called The Ogallala Wolf Puppy with PTSD. And yeah, <laughs> I've had quite the journey thus far. I've released four chapters of The Ogallala Wolf Puppy with PTSD on my mixtapes, Tempo, Nia, Yami, and Axel. And I've received various nominations from the Native American Music Awards, as well as various other award shows and uh, had a lot of really cool opportunities, experiences. I do get paid at this, which is really nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I have so much more coming and I have a lot to you know, share with you guys. So <laughs> that was, I guess that kind of gives a rundown. <laughs> oh, I think you did it well too. You know, as a matter of fact, Wombly was just mentioning uh, new music coming out as well. As of the time that we're having this discussion anyway, Fry Bread Booty is the brand new track. Uh, by the time this does air, of course, uh, there will be a couple of other releases. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, the future plans and whatnot before we're done. Uh, but yeah, th thank you so much for giving us a little bit of an introduction. Uh, we have so much to talk about today that I want to kind of just get right back into 
uh, are, are listening. And we're going to set the scene with another one of the nominated mixtapes at the NAMIs. And this one is coming from Yomni. Uh, the song is called Star, and it's my understanding that Yomni and Axel, they are really kind of pivot points in your storytelling and the story that you are uh, bringing to uh, the surface as well, yeah? Absolutely. I mean, it was, you know, obviously just after the release of Nia, it was sort of like this bigger transition of learning to, you know, embrace different dynamics that I felt like I had neglected about myself. You know, this was right around the time that I was featured on the cover of Native Hoop magazine, and I had opted to, you know, come out as, you know, bi, bi and polyamorous openly. And I felt like I, I needed this sort of moment and this time, and obviously even more so with the pandemic that kind of doubled down on it, but to full-on explore these sort of dynamics and, and be real with people, be really honest about my actual personal experiences and pertinence to my love life with our women, our men. And I wanted to give projects that fully delve into those things with Yomni describing my experiences with women and Axel describing my experiences with our men, so on and so forth, and diving into kind of various like kind of social circumstances that can kind of make a, you know, I guess a love story that is very different. You know, I wanted people to deal with this whole three wifeys and a hubby thing because it's, it's you know, something like non-monogamy and something like being LGBTQ plus is still something that's very um, marginalized as a whole, but definitely even more so in our communities. And it's still something very important for me to be authentic in the way that I represent myself, but then also the way I represent our community as a whole. And at the end of the day, I feel like when it comes to this, you know, these bodies of work, I just want people, I want people to deal with it. I want people to work through their stuff. I want people to really rethink the, the things that they have been instilled with and the things that have trickled down through colonialism, through the boarding schools, so on and so forth, that had taught them to be ashamed or to shame others for their experiences, their sexualities, whatever their love, whatever their love lives even look like. Um, I found it to be something that needed to be tended to. And that I think art that, you know, I think there needed to be art that also represented that dynamic of healing and snapping out of that and learning to be fully comfortable. And that's why I felt like was that, you know, Yomni and Axel were so important. Um, you know, we're going such doing, you know, we're going through such a turbulent time and, you know, still even to this moment. And I felt like it was just important for me to just be so real and raw and, and just let people feel everything. I want people to feel the love, but I'm like, no, like I, you know, I, I can be a sexual being, but so can anybody else, you know, and, and I, no one should be ashamed of that. You know, I, and I feel like the, that attitude needs to change very much in our communities. Well, when we come back from our listening in this first block, I, I want to continue uh, with this conversation that you're initiating, because uh, as I was mentioning to you before, we often have conversations about decolonizing, but uh, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly enough, this is one of the areas, sexuality, I mean, that typically gets left out of that conversation. So I think it's super important. We'll come back and talk about that in just a few. Uh, let's get back into the tunes, though. So, uh, of course, I want to know what you've been listening to these days as well, and I want to get a couple of your favorite tracks on at the moment too you know there's a few artists that i'm actually working on that are actually going to be on my debut album this year um rainbow star and enacted rainbow star is uh this really eclectic pop singer she does her own production does her own stuff and she has a few singles that i really really love but she was nominated at this year's native american music awards for 
uh, Rising Star and Best Pop Recording uh, for her song, Apocalyptic Teens. And then Anaknit is another uh, girl from up north, another Native girl who I had connected with a long time ago. I discovered her. She had kind of landed some big awards and a lot of recognition. One of my favorite songs from her is Brave. And I just, I'm in love with both of these girls. They're both amazing. They're both big fans of my stuff as well. And yeah, they're just iconic. And I think anybody will really enjoy everything they do. Well, thank you for introducing me to some great new artists. And I definitely got to continue to dive into their music a little bit more and and try and get them on the show. So uh, thank you so much for the recommendations. And we're going to get right back into the listening. Uh, As Wamblichea was just mentioning, Rainbow Star with Apocalyptic Teens is going to be in this block of our listening. Uh, Before our time is up, also have another Native American-nominated artist right from the Seneca Nation. It's Nick Lone from Gatagaskiao, and we're going to be here in Res Live, but also in this first block from Jukes Yamni. The song's called Star. To sing along with this track. You're listening to Gynum. A love story is valid. A love story is real. What we got is so iconic. We are the biggest deal. Ever since I met all of you, I feel so alive. Ever since I fell for all of you. It's a no gonna time Somehow I was broken Really burning fragments All of you gotta be so deep Just a puppy and we'll see us Then I'm on our We don't gotta face
persona collective truths and in that sense we're the only stars Detention definite if I keep sketching these dreams and plotting these schemes, they flock, stop self-esteem on. Sick and I'm bored of school. Opposition to feel like a boarding school. Whoa, don't like my identity. Kill the Indian enemy, save your mans from the heinous plans. Attention is deficit, detention definite if I keep sketching these dreams and plotting these schemes, they flock, stop self-esteem on. This is Jaylee Wolf, and you're listening to Guy Note. I looked up and it looks like the honor starts tonight. But it also seems that there is not a cloud in sight.
nominated for the Best Pop Recording at the 2022 Native American Music Awards. And coming by way of recommendation from Wombly Chea, that's Rainbow Stars Apocalyptic Teen winding down our first block of listening on today's edition of Gyno. If you're just now tuning in, Juke Wombly Chea from Lakota Nation, all the way out in South Dakota, is joining me on the line today. Uh, we're having a poignant discussion about decolonizing our love lives. And I think, once again, this is such an important conversation to be having. And uh, as I was mentioning to you, you know, you, you reached out. You said, I have this new music. Uh, I saw Axel. I saw the cover art. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm cool, man. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking, all right. <laughs> This is a, a conversation. I was like, geez, you know, can we be talking about decolonizing sexuality on a radio show? And then I immediately thought, well, that's the reason why we have to have this conversation. You know, we shouldn't be ashamed to have it. We shouldn't act like this is something to be feared or taboo or anything. This is a very real part of anybody's uh, existence. And I, I think we can have an adult conversation about this too. So uh, I want to talk a little bit more about where Yamni and Axel uh, really changed your storytelling and, and help you to kind of, I guess, liberate yourself a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. I felt like, you know, I, I, I love Tempo and Mia for where they were and for, you know, the time periods that I'd gone through and the things that I'd sort of learned in you know the process leading up to their releases and even after but it's like i felt like i was still sort of curating my sense my senses and my experiences through the lens that i need to make myself this um pristine i guess palatable wild ogallala that is just i don't know very pure or sweet or innocent and but in that way i was you know still shaming myself out of everything that i experienced when it pertained to my love life and my sexuality and these very pertinent things that I was still finding myself in. And it's like, how am I supposed to like really be authentic if I'm not telling people about what I experienced, you know, in pertinence to women or like my, you know, in, in my different relationships that I've had in my past or um, as well as in, in pertinence to men and, and going through that entire process, of, you know, especially spending so much time, you know, being shamed out of really, you know, kind of everything simultaneously. And it's like, impertinence to you know what i wanted to do with both yami and axel it's like i, I really just wanted to be able to sit with everything because i i you know especially with even things that i had dealt with in my life and traumas and you know uh, a variety of complicated situations just in my own home life it's like i felt like i just wanted to sit here and make something that was fun that made me feel cute that made me feel sexy that made me feel you know things that i just wanted to feel that i think that anyone indigenous like has the capacity and, and probably the desire to also feel the same thing that they want to be able to just feel good about themselves and, and and feel fully in touch with what they want and their desires and that it's okay to feel those things that it's okay that you know there's there's still this cloud of uh, a darkness i think once again that just comes from everything that we have dealt with up, up to you know up to this point as a people and it's like when you still put sex under that, like under this, like, ooh, like you just don't talk about, or it's like that, that's that thing you keep in the shadows. Like, that's not, like, that's not, we're not healing. We're not, you know, we're not able, we're not, not acknowledging that sex is like a sacred thing and that pleasure is a sacred thing and that these are very, you know, deep components that even are in a variety of our own cultures so on and so forth, you know, it's, it's featured in various ways and even in my culture. And so it's like, 
I felt like it was just so important for our attitudes to completely shift. And I feel like I just wanted to push that conversation and just, you know, let me, let me go through whatever's going to happen here and however people are going to respond and stuff like that. And I've seen it. I've already seen how quantifiably things have been affected by, you know, me being open, but I just, I knew that I was going to take this risk and I thought it was just important, just like we're doing now, obviously. Sure. Well, and let me ask you, because uh, I, I do want to follow up with that a little bit. Has the response overall been on the majority positive? I will be frank. It has been, it, it, I will, it's been interesting because there have been people in both realms. You know, I feel like obviously the dynamic has been, you know, people have progressed with, LGBTQ plus to a, you know, a particular degree, you know, that it's, it's a lot better and things are a lot better. And I, you know, I don't, I would, I wouldn't feel as at risk. Um, and with the poly, with me being, you know, polyamorous, with me be just, you know, me seeing myself with more than one person. Um, I've even seen people come out of the word work, elders come out of the woodwork in defense of me as well in pertinence to that. Um, which is very, very beautiful to see that. It's very heartwarming to feel like there are people who truly know, you know, that there was people that, that the fact that there were people who knew um, how things actually were or how things used to be and how much, like, especially even pertinent to my Lakota culture of how um, open we were when it came to our own relatives, you know, and, and the fact that like, it was like, there really weren't formal terms for this stuff. You know, it was just stuff that was happening, you know, same, you know, same sex, same sex couple did happen, and non-monogamous situations did happen, and it, it's just kind of like, you know, it, I think it's it's good to see that. It's good to feel that more than anything. But obviously, I've seen that 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 cadence change. You know what I mean? I inevitably, for simply not being a <laughs> a, a cis straight <laughs> native man, I'm you know I'm going to deal with stuff. If I decide to present myself more feminine or personify that in any way, shape, or form, I'm going to deal with something. You know. And I've seen it happen. I see it. Ha I'm pretty sure I have people that are like hate subscribed to me <laughs> on YouTube and stuff like that. Like it's it's a very interesting or, or weird circumstance to deal with. But it's it's what makes me. It, the more I become aware of that, it's like it's, this is just what it is. You know, at the end of the day, when it comes to any kind of negativity, like it, it's what we've been conditioned to. It's what we've been socialized with as Indigenous people. It's all of these 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 really toxic attitudes and pertinence to really anyone that strays from what we've normalized after everything we've been through in our communities, you know, for better or for worse, you know, I felt like it was just one of those things where inevitably I just wanted to be able to push things in a place where like, I know that I have to go through these things, you know, to ensure that not only would it better for me and for anyone else around my age or even older, but then it's mostly just for our babies. You know, I, I want to be able to, you know, be able to push forward for a, a world that gives our people that kind of freedom to exist as they are and to not be at risk or in danger, I guess, for simply existing um, or just having their existence fringed upon because of uh, hate that has been socialized from a world that, you know, from cishet mononormativity, from white supremacy, from the patriarchy, so on and so forth, you know. You know, it's very important, and it's it's something that I just feel like no matter what, I'm willing to go through it if it means things change and things get better, you know? 
So in essence, if I could summarize then, part of your mission then is to tell people, look, we need to not only decolonize our our schooling and uh, our governments, but we also need to decolonize our love lives and our understanding of the masculine and, and the feminine. And uh, there is an element that has to be untangled there as well, yeah. Absolutely, because it's like, you know, we always want to think that somehow that this, these these very deeply personal dynamics like like our love lives or or our, our children or anything like they're that this is somehow separate um from the world that we're dealing with or that like you know but it's it's not everything you know we're surrounded by this world every single day to even insinuate that our our like our love lives or or our families are somehow like separate from that as, as if we're not like constantly struggling with like the effects of colonialism and how it's affected our experiences as a whole and jaded our experiences i feel like it's 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 borderline delusional and i don't i i can't like i can't continue to endorse that when especially when it's like capitalism looks at our looks at you know relationships as a way of like ooh, can we capitalize on these couples on these native couples because they have to spend money to do this this and this or if they're going to fall into these nucleus family dynamics um, and have all these babies and they have to pay for them and take care of them. And, and then all these, you know, higher ups have to, they get to make money from that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like everything's a commodity. Every, all of this stuff has been commodity, you know, it's been commodified. And so it's like to encourage people to rethink, you know, the way that we're going about everything and the way we're thinking about the, you know, it, it just would give, any of our babies that are here and continue to come a better chance at a better life amongst our people, first and foremost, regardless of what the world is, we need to also find ways to sovereignize ourselves as much as possible to make our communities obviously as, as healthy and, and thriving and be able to embrace our people taking all kinds of different routes and not feeling like they all have to do the same thing. I've definitely been learning that a lot more as I've just really settled into, you know, me being who I am. I have definitely felt more and more like, wow, I'm so much more, I can be so content with being single. <laughs> I can be so, con- I, I'm, I'm almost cool with it. If I don't have kids, I'm cool with it. And I feel like it, our people are still very much socialized with this, like this sort of weird shame around those things. And so it's, I just want to be able to be that representation. And, and no matter what my life ends up looking like, I, I want to be able to say, like, I lived a beautiful life. I did a lot of really beautiful things, and I I just I wanted to be comfortable. I wanted to be okay, and, I, I you know, if I felt like something wasn't for me, then it wasn't for me. But if I think something is and I, I want that, then I can make that happen. It's like I want to get our people to that point where, like, all these different paths are here, and they were already acceptable. They were already, you know, okay, mm-hmm. you know. Beautifully put, Wombly Chea. We're going to get right back into the music. We do have a little bit more time to catch up. We're going to talk about the new singles, the debut album that's coming out in November, uh, and we're going to get caught up in just a few. Uh, I still have Anachnid's Braids coming up in this block. Also one from Superman before our listening is through. Jaylee Wolf and Once a Tree with Flowers coming up right after this one from Jukes, Axel. Turn it up and sing along with my hard-working big old Indian country boy today on Gaino. Mm-hmm. 
Sending you some indigenous music love from the Midwest. This is Kelly Jackson, and you're listening to Gainu with Brett Mavie.
everyone. This is Anima, and you're listening to Native Voice One. Can't get up and start my day. Can't get up and make my prayers. Can't get up, let's do this, babe. Can't get up and start my day. Can't get up and make my prayers. Can't get up, let's do this, babe. Stop, press play. Acnid with Braids, coming by way of recommendation from Wombly Chea, who performs under Juke, nominated at the Native American Music Awards in the Best Male Vocalist and Best R&B Recording category at this year's event, so stay tuned for more details. Again, congratulations on everything that you have going right now, whether we're talking about the nominations or uh, the new single that we should start talking about now, or the singles, I should say. Uh, let's talk future plans before we get off now. So, uh, Fry Bread Booty, tell us all about it. <laughs> okay, so I I had worked with my buddy, uh, Griffin White. Um, I had decided that I really... There were just a few singles that I had in mind that I just wanted to do. And one song that I had always had in mind for a while now was Fry Bread Booty. And I just, I wanted to be able to have something that was this energy of just something zany, fun, and crazy, but also um, kind of continued exactly where Yami and Axel had left off. This unabashed, you know, unafraid rendition of being fully comfortable in my body and sexuality now, fully divulging and having divulged into it, you know, with both of those previous efforts. And I decided to add two more songs, Mirden and Rock, 
And both, you know, all three of these singles kind of represent, you know, uh, you know, different dynamics of love and attraction, you know. Vibrate booties for those who like women. Mirrodin is for those who like women, men, and everybody else. Rock is for those who like men. And with Vibrate Booty, obviously now with the music video now being out as well, it's like I just, it was something that I feel like I, I, I knew was going to be a sort of definitive moment of like, wow, this is, this is something so crazy and so fun. And I, 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 I just wanted it to be something that was different and something very, very fun. And that's like what is here now. You know, Vibrate Booty is this just crazy, zany song that I'm just like super proud of. And then it's the same thing with these next couple of songs. And, but it's, I, I definitely, it's with the intent of pushing, you know, I, I build it as like a sex positive movement because I feel like, you know, as, as we've already talked about, it's, it, you know, being such a, you know, being sexually open in this way, especially in music as an indigenous artist, this was something so taboo. You don't see really indigenous artists doing it at all unless it has like a joke. And like, it, this is still like funny, but like, it's also like, I'm still just being, I'm still just being sexy. <laughs> like, I'm still like, I'm still just being fun. Like, I'm just being cute. And I'm just trying to be playful because I'm like, I just, I want to have a good time. And I still like that. You know, I can still be sober and, I don't know, like be at a club or whatever, you know, like I feel like I can do all these different things. And I want, I want people to feel like that. I want a lot. I want our natives to feel like we can still do so many different things. Like, wow. Like being grounded in our culture or like being sober or being, you know, in, in healing ourselves, like we can still have fun and enjoy ourselves. And I want, I, that's what I wanted with these, like these newer singles is, you know, with especially some people be out, you know, I just, it's exciting, you know? And really at the heart of it all, that all starts with uh, feeling good in your own skin too, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a thousand percent. And it's definitely taken a lot to get to this point, but then it's like now sitting here, it's like, wow, it feels so much more, it's like, I just want everybody to feel that, you know, I don't want everyone to feel exactly where things are at at the moment, especially with, you know, with my debut album coming this year, it's like, I want to, I want people to really feel me. You know, I really want people to feel me. I want people to feel the Ogallala Wolf Puppy. And and how much I was just willing, really willing to like push that envelope for people and and make something that was inspired and different and and um, just I don't know just fun absolutely fun because <laughs> I've never like even with these little these little you know these these, these singles it was like God, it was just it was so much fun to bring them to life and I'm still really really excited Mirden's gonna be really really funny <laughs> <laughs> like Private Booty I know people will love that but Mirden's also a really really fun song and. And rock will really, uh, really take it all home. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's just exciting. It's really amazing. Well, you mentioned the debut album as well. When is that slated for release? That is slated for November, right. the first Friday of November. I'm, I'm aiming for that. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be here before we know it. So I got to have you back on the show when that time comes. Uh, just a couple more questions. Where can people find more about you at? Like I said, you can look up Juke. Um, on all streaming platforms, uh, I do come up and everything. Uh, I have my YouTube and and SoundCloud or Bandcamp, all of it. I have a link tree, which is a which would be like link tree, which is l i l i n k t r dot e e slash wambuchea w a n b l i c e y a, and that's where you can kind of get everything. I'm on TikTok. That's one of my bigger platforms right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on all of them. <laughs> Congratulations on your continued success. 
Uh, good luck at this year's NAMIs. I'm going to be staying tuned. And, of course, this is not an endorsement or anything of that kind. As In full disclosure, I do work as uh, the voiceover guy with the Native American Music Awards. But I'm going to be talking with a lot more nominees here uh, in the coming months. And I, my support's with everyone. I, I really don't get into the whole voting aspect just as much because I, I like to keep it more about the art from my perspective on what I'm doing. So congratulations. Best of luck to you. I hope. Uh, to see you, whether virtually or live at this year's event, and we definitely got to catch up soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. It's Fight bed booty, fight bed booty, fight bed booty with a little oomph on it. Fight bed booty, fight bed booty, fight bed booty with a little oomph on it. Fight bed booty, fight bed booty, fight bed booty with a little oomph on it. Let that let that little oomph on it. Let that let that little oomph on it. Not a swing, she really don't need no man to get a beat. Belly after it only fans. In a daughter, everything she know is so great. And she's so cam. Got me like Jay. Choke cherry the watch I be when you all on me Cause you know I need that Sweet soft daddy. I, I don't know why they ain't misogyny just bad. Throw away line, just way too distracted. Got a couple wheel cause they really like a bad bitch. Sitting with them, but they really too average. Hanging out, I got us and it's really just tragic. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Drive on cool, cool, cool. That my boo, ooh, ooh. And when we move, ooh, ooh. No, they need that. Just wanna love and cherish you But they just want your body Devour you like you're just food Only okay if you want it And I know just what you're feeling Please just know my love is real And I would do it all, all for you this is Juan Blichero, a.k.a. Juke, a.k.a. the Ogallala Wolf Puppy, and you are now listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe. Sunshine, blue skies, the cloud passed away. For my 
off Firstborn son, the coolest sauce Just see if I can pull this off Sometimes we don't talk just as much as I like to I'm busy, you're busy We got tougher in high school But when you were born, I cried Cause you were something rare And I apologize for the times I wasn't there Yeah, and that line make my heart hurt Out on the star search, putting in hard work I got a tour just to keep the lights on So I write songs, trying to blow up like pipe bombs Yo, right or wrong, you had patience, man See, no one ever showed me how to raise a man But if you ever been a tall place, take my hand And through God's grace, we'll make a stand In the sunshine, blue skies, the cloud passed away thankful for everything the world thankful for god thankful for love native voice one the native american radio network